Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There are people tweeting at me saying they are rooting for the Ravens. I, I don't. Me too. The internet I can't is not real. It. The internet is not real. I don't believe any of you. Now, I will say, if you call in and you say you're rooting for the Ravens, I'm not going to scream and yell at you. I want to know why. I, I, I genuinely am interested in wanting to know why. Dustin Fox went on these airwaves, these, these, these publicly owned airwaves, and said in front of an American audience and maybe some people listening outside of our country that he is rooting for the Ravens on Sunday and I am flummoxed. I'm not and they kidding. mentioned me even I'm when not you talked kidding. about Before we play this clip, if you would have said this on Cleveland radio 20 years ago, you would have gotten death threats. I'm, he, telling, I'm telling you right now, and people are going to hate me for this because I'm rooting for the Ravens. One more time. I'm rooting for the Ravens. Why? Because I cannot stand the Chiefs. Why? I am so over the Chiefs and the the love fest that everybody gives them that just want, I want the Ravens to kick their ass. This could be the Ravens versus Satan, and I'd probably have to go for I Satan. I heard Ken say he can't root for the Ravens, and I, I get that, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I love John Harbaugh, and I love Lamar. Maybe the—I'm uh, trying to see it Dustin's way. I can't. And I'm going to go, I, don't, I can't get my head that far up my ass. Um— I'm trying to see it Dustin's way, and the only thing I can say to Dustin and trying to be someone understanding to Dustin is that Dustin played in the league. And so I, I do think once you play in the league, like there are guys, like Joe Joe played for the Browns his whole career. Joe is Browns through and through. But there are guys who are like, yeah. I mean, you've said it yourself. It's To a lot of guys out there, we're all the same. It doesn't matter. Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati – you're just wearing different colors. You're all the same people to him. And I'm not saying that Dustin is like that exactly. I mean, my God, he grew up here. He's, he's from here. But there is a – he's seen how the sausage is made. Yeah. And there's people in these organizations he knows, and maybe that's it. I mean, he was just in Buffalo. He's very close to the Bills organization. His and son is a Bills there. fan. His son is a Bills fan. Um, and maybe so for that reason, he he is upset because they lost on Sunday, and so he's going to go ahead and say that – or Saturday or Sunday, yeah, and he's he wants the Ravens to win. I I don't know, I don't know. I'd see myself in hell first. Yeah, I, I don't care. I I can't. It can let's, be guys. Let's it, restore sanity here. I don't hate any musician that much, so I can't bring myself to do it. Let me get to Dan in Lakewood. Dan, hello. Yeah, Ken, I just can't believe what I'm hearing. You know, first of all, Dustin, not really a Browns fan. He got divided loyalties. Okay, he may have been born here, but. But he was he was absorbed into the Buffalo culture, and you know, so I'm going to give him a break. I'm not even going to knock him for it. Okay. But anybody else here in Cleveland? And I'm going to I'm going to you handcuffed yourself. So let me call them all idiots. They <laughs> stole our team. How old are you? Oh, oh, we got Dan, okay. Where did Dan go? Now, I kind of want to know that because yeah, I, we got to know the ages here. I think it's important. Like if there's, a, I mean, there's high school kids in school right now. I don't know. Sneak out of school. Um. 
does like a 25-year-old out there care? And the Browns are good now. They're a rival. They're supposed to be a rival. Well, and Baltimore's in our division. I mean, you're the one who told me just the other day, and I'm going to get back to these phones. You're the one who told me just the other day, Kenny, maybe you need to reevaluate who our biggest rival are. You said that. Yeah. You did. Because I'm obsessed with beating Pittsburgh. It's like, Kenny, who's who's their quarterback? Okay. Who's the steel, Who's the Ravens quarterback? Who won the division? Who looks like they're going to win the division for this foreseeable future? You told me, came out of your mouth, you need to readjust it. And I know you're not telling me to. I, it sounds like I'm accusing you of rooting for the Ravens. Now, it's part not, of it, part but, of it is part of the problem. I'll admit, here is one thing here. Like we hated Elway, right? My parents hated John Elway. They hated him so much. They, on a personal level, it was a hatred every day. Lamar is almost impossible, almost impossible to hate. Like we do realize it is sports hate for Lamar. I was rooting for a trade last year. I wanted him to get him out of there. Yeah, I wanted him out of there so I could really like have unbridled enthusiasm for Lamar Jackson. I really do just, I like to watch him play, and I hate the Ravens dearly. The only thing I tried to get to stick on him, and and it didn't really catch on, was him not joining his team in the playoff game last year. Like, he didn't even go to the game. And then afterwards, they said, well, because of swelling, and I'm like, he's not with his teammates in the playoffs, and no one seemed to care. That's how much people like Lamar Jackson, that they wouldn't even pin that on him. Can you imagine if Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson did not Don't want to go to that. a team's playoff Don't want to game that. if they could. You know what I mean? Like I they would have lost that. their minds. Yep, because that would cause so much controversy yep. and ridiculous. And Lamar, screaming. nobody cared. Everyone's like, no, he's a good guy. Yep, that's true. Mike and Mayfield. Mike, hello. Hey Ken, um, I'm 47, and I, I lived through the through the move. Rooting is. Okay, I'm not root like I'm. I don't have any Ravens gear. I'm not going out to buy Ravens gear. But if the Ravens win against the Chiefs, I will not be upset. I blame the Bills for not doing their job and uh, putting all of Cleveland in this situation because I'm with Dustin. I'm 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 over the Chiefs. Uh, I was over the Patriots when they were winning. I just I I can't do it. And one of the and another reason why I'm resigned to the fact that the Ravens and I know they stole our team, but the Models are burning in hell. They don't have any association with this team anymore. So they're, the the models, as far as I know, have no association with with any ownership. So uh, that, that's the only thing that I that's the only thing that I've got. If the Ravens do go to the Super Bowl, I will not be rooting for. Them. I will not want to. I don't want to see them win another Super but, Bowl. But, but I can't stand the Chiefs. And that's uh, you, you see, Mike. You didn't go the whole way. You didn't go the whole way. You didn't say you were rooting for them. You didn't go yeah, the whole no, way. No, no. And and that's the difference is where it's like, all right. Like, people were rooting for the Bengals a couple of years no. ago, and I'm going, guys, they no. don't like you. Don't get that stink on you. And so then I have to tell a person who's rooting for the Ravens, okay, you're rooting for the Ravens, why? Out of convenience because Taylor Swift has got you all worked up for whatever reason? I don't understand that. But either way, there are people feel feel very passionate about music. Okay, fine. So if you root – stay with me here, Mike. Not you, but anybody out there. If you root yeah. for the Ravens on Sunday – you got to wash that stink off you over the next couple of weeks because then you go right back to rooting against the Ravens. Well, what if the Ravens just go and play Detroit or San Francisco and boat race one of those teams, and then all of a sudden you're dealing with the Ravens in your division again, being a Super Bowl champion? Yeah. I, it, I, oh, and you know what? It, 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 I'm already washing the stink off because I, I have these thoughts in the first place, and I'm with you. For me, it's the, the Steelers. I, I, Steelers are just the all-time hate. I can't know. Steelers hate, 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 but – for some reason, I just I, I I will I am I'll probably end up taking a shower after saying I won't I, you know I won't mind if the Ravens win, but um, it, it's just it's it's 
a new, I guess it's just done with the Chiefs. It's it's fatigue. If Taylor Swift and she and like you said, she's got me kind of worked up in, into a shoot. If she wasn't involved in any way, shape, or form, and it wasn't Taylor Swift constantly shoved in our face, I probably would feel a little different, and I probably wouldn't. I probably would not mind the Chiefs as much. They, they. I mean, she is, and I. I don't need to explain it to you. You guys know, but let me yeah. say it again. And Mike, thank you very much for the call. Is the NFL wants to be something to everybody. There, there's a lot of things where, like, I'm a NASCAR guy. There are people out there. They do not want NASCAR to grow. They want it to be the old way. That's it. And there's a lot of things and a lot of sports that people have. The NFL, that league office, wants to be something for everybody. That's why the, 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 the Super Bowl show is the way it is. That's why everything. And that's what they get. They get a taste of that every single week. Nobody is rooting for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift more than the NFL. And if they were playing... Anybody else in the AFC except for Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, I would probably be pulling for one of those other teams. I would certainly be pulling for the Bills. But the NFL wants this to happen. And in a lot of ways, I could see where it is because, hey, the more people that like you, the more you get to latch on and they'll spend more money with you and be an even bigger fan of your sport. I can understand a hardcore fan who's been there before even being annoyed with it because they do put them on TV constantly, constantly. And I think that people are having some fatigue, but I'm still not that worked up over it where any of my hate for pop music or anything like that is going to supersede a, a severe dislike of the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, for us, uh, anytime we see those uniforms, those colors, any of that, and and whether or not they have a likable team or not, although they're a team with Odell Beckham and Jadevian Clowney. So if you're a Browns fan, how are you rooting for a team right now where Odell, and whether or not he's a good guy, bad guy, he caused some unrest, right, throughout the organization. Oh, my God, that's right. He'd have J- two Super Bowls. Yeah, Jadevian Clowney. Well, he'd at least go to two Super Bowls. J- Jadevian Clowney. You saw how that ended. And if you're a Miles Garrett guy and you're saying, hey, you should win Defensive Player of the Year, you have somebody on the Ravens right now who is out there, again, trying to cause all sorts of issues with your team internally and externally. Two one six four seven four double O ninety two. Zach and Parma. Zach, hello. Hey, guys. Um, 32 years old um there's to me i don't understand how there's any even like thought about it like i i get angry just thinking about it because i have some of my buddies are they're worked into a shoot over this the chiefs like fatigue and like the taylor swift thing but the the fact of the matter is you know baltimore you know they're sad because they lost their team right and their solution to the problem was to steal somebody else's all right so that's already like scumbaggery like at a whole different level, mm-hmm. hypocrisy, all the types of things. Then you have the Art Modell thing. And the, the other the other concept that I struggle with is, like, if the Browns aren't in, I'm not rooting for anybody. Like, I just don't – want. I'm rooting for the Ravens to lose. I don't care who they're – Yeah, like, but you're going to like, watch – hold on, you're going to watch the games, right? I'm going to watch the games because I enjoy football. Like, football's fun. Like, I'm going to watch the games. But there's no, like – if the Browns aren't in, like uh, – I'm rooting so like the Ravens lose. I'm I'm rooting for the Steelers Bengals to lose. You know, otherwise it doesn't matter. And it's the same in all the other sports. Like if the Guardians aren't in the in the playoffs of the World Series, then you know, like I'm gonna watch it. But yeah, if the Yankees are in it, I want them to lose. Like there's there's the yeah, there are those certain teams that you just root to like lose for. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know, part of me is like, you know, your cheese fatigue. Like is that kind of like a loser mentality? Like you gotta beat them. 
you got to beat them. So if you don't want them in there, someone's got to beat them. I usually, so I usually that happens. Like I don't know what you're supposed to do. I usually do try to find a way to like, like a nice story or something like that. Like the lions, it's easy. It's fish in a barrel. They're neighbors, and I know people. Like there were plenty of people say, Kenny, they're in Michigan. I know you guys hate Michigan. I don't. Uh, I, I like the city of Detroit. I like the people in Detroit. I've, I've really never had a problem with anyone. I've actually enjoyed myself every time I've gone there, and uh, I'd like to see them win. And so who, I'd certainly like to see them beat San Francisco for obscenely personal reasons, probably very petty reasons, and it has nothing to do with ownership, clearly, but it certainly has something to do with the head coach on that team. And then when it comes to the Ravens, yes, there's a million reasons why. And I could, we can get into the history lessons of Paul Tagliabue and the NFL and the owners making a terrible decision to let Jacksonville have a football team instead of Baltimore, because if they would have done that, fine. But who knows? Hell, Art Modell might have moved the Browns to Jacksonville, for that matter. I mean, he's an, he was an NFL owner. And we can get into that whole thing, but he probably I, I'd probably end up hating Jacksonville. I'd probably end up hating Timbuktu. I'd probably end up hating Sheboygan, Wisconsin. I don't know. There'd be a lot of places where if the Browns would have moved, I'd just hate them. And that's fine. I know that Baltimore, like they did the band that wouldn't die documentary, the 30 for 30. And they did. Those fans who were crying when they heard the stories about the Baltimore Colts leaving and things like that, you felt bad for them at that moment in 84. That'd be terrible. And they, they all lined up and said, you know, we did feel bad for Cleveland. It's like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't make me feel any better, especially because it, it's been a struggle since. Rob, downtown, you're next up on the fan. Hey, guys. So the way I see it, and to preface this, I'm, I'm 27, so I was born right around the time the Browns left. All right. Um, the way I see it, it, it shouldn't even matter the history. I mean, you look the last 10 years, these guys have beaten the crap out of us for how long? Um, it shouldn't even matter, matter the history. Uh, you should hate the Ravens just because they've, they've beat us so much over the past 10, 15 years. It that's, made that's it a little easier. It. it made it a little easier because of, uh, because of Flacco, I guess, this year. But I don't know if that really makes it that much easier, Rob. I, I tell you. I can give you one devil's they, advocate. There. They are 7-4 against us over the last how many? Yeah, we've had with, more with success. So we've been a little yeah. bit more successful. Go ahead, Tone. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say one devil's advocate part of this is – uh, it, I said this with Cincinnati a few years ago. When you win the Super Bowl, you have all sorts of new contract issues, new salary cap issues. Everybody wants to get paid. Coordinators leave. And there's that hangover that tends to happen with teams that aren't Kansas City. So, I, I look, it doesn't always happen. I mean, Cincinnati was able to get back to the AFC Championship game. But is there any thought to, ah, once they win it, will they be as necessarily as hungry? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, you also have to deal with the fact that those fans are going to be even more wow. insufferable. And I mean, was there really that much of a hangover when they when they won it the last time? I mean, maybe a little bit, but not really. I don't know. Not really. Yeah, yeah you're right. And Rob, thank you very much for the call. They, I mean, they they switch quarterbacks. They continue to do well. It's it's. I shouldn't be this way about Green Bay. They seem to be everybody's best friend in America. But I'm. I watched that game yesterday again. I don't know why I've watched the NFC division around three times between the four. Oh, yeah, because we don't want to have any live sports in the middle of the day, and I'm not a big tennis guy. I'm not Dustin. No offense to tennis players. And I go, man, they're going to have 30 years of good quarterback play. Like, I'm getting pretty bitter about the Green Bay Packers here. Like, I I, I am. The culture is a hater culture, and and I am – I try to be respectful of everybody, but I'm like, no, nah, they hate the Packers now. Yeah, they're just going to be good gonna for three, another 12 yeah. years. Yeah, it's going to have 30 years of good quarterback play. Why can't I have 30 years of good quarterback play? We'll take three hate years of good it. quarterback play. Josh and Berea, you're next up on the fan. 
Yeah, I I don't understand how anyone could be rooting for the Ravens. Like, it's I'm I'm 29, so I mean I I'm aware of the history. But like the last caller said, like despite the history, they've been kicking our butts. And yeah, we've had more recent success against them. But I mean, I just like you said with the Bengals, I learned my lesson then. I'm not rooting for anybody in the NFC and another. I mean the AFC North. But another reason why I want I love the Super Bowl. And I truly believe that the Ravens win. They have had an immaculate record with Lamar Jackson against NFC teams, and they have boat raced them. And I don't want to have a boring Super Bowl. Nothing's worse than getting pumped all day for the Super Bowl, going to a Super Bowl party, and by halftime, the game is over. So I think the Chiefs would match up better against anyone in the NFC and be a more entertaining Super Bowl matchup anyways. All right, Josh, that's a pretty that's a hell of a point. Thank you very much for the call. I know what happened with the 49ers and – the uh, Ravens when they play at the end of the regular season. Something tells me that would be a great game, though. I think with all four teams, it would probably match up pretty well. But I can see where he's coming from on that just for a couple of different reasons, but I'll save it if we have to preview it. Jay and Saybrook, you're next up on the fan. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, start with, I'm, I'm 65, been a season ticket holder since 1986. So I lived through it. I cried through it. It's just that, and and I get a lot of heat from my family and my friends. Um, I won't cheer for the Steelers or the Bengals, and I will always cheer for the Ravens against the Steelers and the Bengals without doubt, no doubt. Um, As for Sunday, I don't have I I don't have any I don't have this killer hatred for them, and I don't know why that is. It it hasn't happened. Um, I, I don't really dis- I really dislike Mr. Modell, and I really dislike everything that happened. But I don't know. Maybe I need to go see a psychiatrist or something. But I've, I've lived through it. Well, I've spent a lot of money, as you know, as a season tickler. I've given a lot of money. <clears throat> but um, with Ozzy there, it's just some of those things that you know. It, it just doesn't. I don't have that hatred there like like I do for the Bengals and the Steelers. I don't well, know why that is. I, I'll. I think maybe. I mean, Jay, you said you were there in '86. Is it the I mean, the Browns were not a very good football team for a very long period of time after 99. A lot of wasted money. I'd be willing to bet that has a lot to do with it, you know? It could be. I mean, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't, I, I certainly don't cheer for the Ravens when they play the Browns, and I and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I cheered for the Ravens last week against Houston. Because uh, that, that's how mixed up my head is. Because Houston beat the Browns, I, I actually cheered for the Ravens. Yeah, and the group, the people I was with, were really getting on me about that. But <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't have that hatred, and I, and I probably should, but well, I don't. Jay, this is the this is the perspective, and thank you very much for sharing it. This is the one I can share with you. Is I was a baby and a toddler when the Browns were making their run in the '80s. So there's a lot of things I've learned to read and listen to people like Jay and try to understand. I will never truly understand. I wasn't there, but I remember being the same way when LeBron had left. And then when the Heat won the finals, and I turned it right around, I said, when are you guys getting your asses together? When are you guys getting going now? I, I, I'm not going to sit here and do okay, Clee, and all the other crap from here on out. Like, you guys got to get your stuff together. And I think there probably are. I will say this, for a guy who's Jay's age and some other ones, 
where it's like, they're not going to root for the Ravens. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm not going to root for the Steelers or Bengals or something like that, but they're like, when are we going to get our, our act together here? When are we going to get going? And Because I, I got really quickly like, I can't just sit here and hate other teams all the time. My team's got to be competitive too. So I could see where maybe Jay's coming from on that one. 216-474-0092. All right, we are absolutely packed. Also, what's a bigger obstacle for next year? What's those obstacles? We'll get to that. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on the fan. So I was Don't talking to uh, start reading that thing. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was talking to a friend, uh, Jacob, the other day, and he said, "You don't have any friends named Jacob." He said, "Hey, Anthony, I know you're on the radio and all that, but how can we truly follow the Cleveland sports?" Day? I said, "Jacob, it's a great question, and I'll have the answer for you exactly at 9:27 a.m. on Thursday, <laughs> chapter by chapter on the Odyssey app. Jacob, just click on each of our local shows to see the topics we cover, and click on the chapter you want to hear. So, for instance, Jacob, if you want to hear us talk about Great Dunes Bay up near Traverse City. You can do that. If you want to talk about what a joke Lake Erie is compared to Lake Michigan and Ontario, according to some, well, you can do that earlier in the show, too, by finding the chapter that corresponds to that, as long as it's titled the correct way on the Odyssey app. And then, Jacob, you're going to be golden because you can listen to it exactly how you want to listen to it. It truly is uh, the way that you want to do it. Also, remember to follow 923 The Fan app on the Odyssey app. Get any breaking news app to go to your smartphone app. An Odyssey station. How many shots can you fit in one read? Before we jump back into that... uh... Many, don't, many, many, don't many. Don't test me. You really want to test him on that? Uh, before we jump back into the Ravens thing, a lot of people are writing about the ten-year thing and the whole thing. Like Terry just wrote something about the uh, the ten-year timeline. I don't know what Terry wrote, so I'm not ripping Terry on this. I just it's just the last thing I saw about an hour ago, and I've been wanting to bring it up again today. I know you and I brought it up at the end of, at the very end of the show yesterday. Which speaking of the end of the show, nine forty. I'm not celebrating that I didn't flip the switch. Trust me, there's no champions and pose, I and I'll Ken explain would. why. Ken was a grown-up today. With, I appreciate it. With great switch comes great responsibility, and I'll explain why coming up at 940. 
the 10-year timeline thing, I, I got to explain it again. I know there's a lot of people who don't have a lot of confidence in, Desha- in Deshaun Watson. All these people want to talk about Chiefs Ravens. I might just go down the line and go, what's your confidence level in Deshaun Watson? I, I would say it's probably low for a lot of people. I can't, I, I, again, I, we did that whole thing yesterday. I got a gun with no bullets to, to try to make an argument for him. We just have to wait till they play. Yeah. It's a long off season and it sucks for conversation. Like I heard Ross Tucker, he said he'd put him eighth in the AFC. I go, I'm not going back in tomorrow and talking about Ross Tucker, Ross Tucker, making a big deal out of Ross Tucker saying that he was eight, eighth in the AFC. I'm not going to do that. I've made a big deal of other things that Ross Tucker said, but not that. I just got to deal with it. The 10-year thing, people balked at. And I have to explain it again. If it's my job or your job, like this is what you have to ask when we get ready for all this quarterback stuff. Kenny, your livelihood, how you feed your kids, how you send them to school, the whole thing. I'll say it to anybody. Jacob, how you feed your kids, how you, how you pay for your mortgage and everything. Would you put that in the hands of Lamar Jackson right now? Yes. Now, I know that general managers in the NFL, hey, they're making a lot of money. If they get fired, it ain't like they're going to go broke tomorrow. All right? But it's also, you don't want to have to move your family across the country. It's a nomadic lifestyle. So if you get blown out in a city or you're a general manager, yeah, you, you got a nice, I'm sure you got a nice parachute. But you don't want to be moving all over the place. Guys do hate that. Families hate that. There's guys around here who've had opportunities. They, they stay because they don't want to move their families. And that means something. So if you have your lifestyle, think about it, and you put it in the hands. I said this with Baker at that time. Would I trust Baker Mayfield with my job in his hands? And at that time, I had to say no. He's proven me wrong. Proven me wrong. As of right now, we'll see how it goes, but he's proven me wrong. I, I still think there's a way you can defend him, but we'll talk about that another day. I mean, defensively, actually go after. When it comes to the 10-year plan, Andrew Barry had to ask himself the same question. Because Andrew Barry, he knows if he has the quarterback, everything else is unlocked. Brent Veach with the Kansas City Chiefs. We just spent 20 minutes. And anybody who even says, well, Kenny, Tone, you know, maybe I'm not rooting against the Chiefs, or maybe I'm not rooting against the Chiefs and rooting for the Ravens, but I won't be upset if the Ravens win. Like, there were plenty of people kind of walked it up to the line and didn't want to say that. Brett Veach knows. Look at where their roster is. That roster is not that great. That roster is something that is going through a transitional period right now. It's not the worst team in the NFL. They're going through a transitional period right now in the Kansas, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Veach knows, Reed knows, that it's going to give them time because they have Mahomes, that they can restock. They got to do their job. They have to draft well, but they'll be able to restock around Patrick Mahomes and away they go. And that's what Andrew Barry was chasing. And yes, I underline Andrew Barry. Everybody wants to say what they want to about Jimmy. It's not the truth. It's Andrew, everybody else, okay? That's what you're chasing. You're chasing security as a general manager, and then you're chasing your own confidence. Because Andrew Barry, if if Deshaun Watson works out, off we go. Because now I can put my plans in. People have confidence in me. The fan base is not outside on 76 Lou Groza Boulevard with signs out in the visitor's lot like they have for other general managers in the past. He was in Philadelphia before this. Those people are talking about fire on Harry Roseman yesterday morning. He knows how psychotic NFL fans can be. And so you chase the quarterback because it allows you the freedom to go and put your ideas with your coach in place. That's what he means by a 10-year plan. 
It's not, well, hey, give me 10 years and we'll work out. Okay, we had a guy once tell us to give him five years, and that ended up in a total disaster. Well, that's why when it comes up about what the window is right now for the Browns, I always ask follow-ups to that because that sounds great. Miles Garrett, is Nick Chubb part of that window anymore? Who knows? Denzel Ward, Joel Batonio, Wyatt Teller. Uh, But the windows change so quickly. Look at the Chiefs and look at the Eagles. And the the last time, the last time, or actually the first time, when all the the Kansas City success started, I mean, was that 2018, Kenny? When did Kareem Hunt lead the NFL in rushing yards? I thought that was 2018 because didn't he come here and boat race us? Yes. Oh, my God. He looked like he was shot out of a cannon that entire second half. He was really good that day. And so – that was that was a completely different Chiefs team, uh-huh. except for what? Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. The rest of the team is totally changed. And so this Browns window, okay, we could talk about a window with Stefanski and now Deshaun Watson and all those players I just mentioned. Who's going to be here in two years? What's Miles Garrett going to look like in two years? What's Denzel Ward going to look like in two years? What's Joel Batonio? Is he even going to be on the team in two years? Probably not. So... You do have to retire. You do have to think the way the GMs have to think is yeah, sure, 10 years. 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. Yeah, I want to be here in 10 years. I but what iteration of the Browns is going to be here by so for year 10 of Andrew mm-hmm. Barry, let's say we started the clock yeah. when he began. Yep. I mean, the team's going to be totally different. Yeah. So the way you're thinking and this is what this is what they are thinking with the Chargers even though they always mess it up. But they have a good a chance as anybody now they got Jim Harbaugh. You say whatever you want to about him. He's a nut job, but he's a good football coach. Very good football coach. Is they don't want to sit there and waste the years they have with Justin Herbert like they wasted the years they had. Well, it looks back and it looks like a waste, but it wasn't. But uh, really, you lose your, you lose your chances to punch it in when you had Phillip Rivers, and you don't want to do the same thing with Justin Herbert. That's why you're on your third coach in the last five years with a guy over his entire five-year, going on five-year career. You're on your third coach with him. You don't want to do that. And I think that everybody's chasing – and if you come up with the guy, great. If you don't, at least you went down swinging. Because if Deshaun Watson ends up not being what we thought he was going to be, if he ends up being bad, yeah, Andrew Barry is going to get fired. And I don't know if he's ever going to get another job again. Tom Telesco, he just walked into another building and he became a general manager again. I don't know if that's going to happen again with Andrew Barry. And I think Andrew, of all people, knows that. And so if you're going to get this job, you got to take the biggest swing you possibly can. And for most of us, that happens in the draft. For him, he had the opportunity to take that swing with him. Football reasons there, I can see where it is. So now you got to make this thing work, and you got to put him in the best position possible. Because if it doesn't, yeah, he'll get fired, but at least you can sleep with some peace of mind knowing you did what you could to make it a good football team. 216-474-0092. Big Jums in Maple Heights. You're next up on the fan. Hello. My boys, um, I always referred to the Ravens as the Ratbirds once they took our team. You know, you and many life. others. You and many others, Jums, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's how I feel about it. Um, what, what really got me was about in 2014, we went to see Ohio State play Navy, and the game was the opening game of the J.T. Barrett era, and they were playing at AT&T Bank Stadium. Isn't that what it's called? M&T. M&T Bank. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm sorry. So we went to the game. A lot of the people were cool, but a lot of the Raven fans sort of busted our chops and said, well, we got our team stolen. And, and, and I was just like, wow, these people really are like, you know, 
I, I, I mean, you know, and I just got a weird feeling from him, and I just said, you know what? I have a foul taste in my mouth. I've never rooted for him. I don't care. Lamar's great. The man is MVP. He's a phenomenal player. He's probably having his best year ever. He was just like a man among boys out there in that field the other day. And I, I have a funny feeling they're going to give it to the Chiefs. That's just my opinion. I think they're going to give it to them good, too, man. Ah. It's just an opinion. But what I will say is it's hard to watch the other team, too, because I don't like all that Swifty and all that stuff. I might, and It's hard because these are the last three games of the year. And if you ain't a fan of the NFL, you're going to watch these games. So it's going to be hard, like heck, for me. Only thing I can root for is whoever wins the other game to beat these guys, and that's about it, man. Have a great weekend, Royce. It's, Take it's care, very man. odd. And you too, Jums, because in our world, if the Chiefs win, you guys are going to be sick of Taylor Swift. And the NFL, oh, my God, they're going to be jumping in it like Scrooge McDuck. They already are, but even more so. Now, you know exactly. If, if you hate the Ravens, I saw what Warren Sharp put out about the referee crew and how yeah, many yeah. different penalties they call that go for the road team here, which is something to pay attention to. In they some said ways. the Ravens are screwed, right? Because of this. Yeah, crew? which I don't necessarily buy into. You know, I think some of it's a little bit crazy, but still that looks nuts and it looks pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, the NFL is begging for Kansas City to finish off this Baltimore team and get to the Super Bowl while this romance is going on. Two one six four seven four to below 92. Coming up next. With great switch comes great responsibility. Trust me, everybody. This hurts me more than it hurts you. So many people this morning, Ken, I bet you're happy you didn't flip the switch the other day. No, I'm not happy. I love the Cleveland Cavaliers, and that is a very true statement. You know who doesn't love the Cleveland Cavaliers? Tim Bontemps, ESPN. He says Evan Mobley's been a disappointment. He says Evan Mobley has been a disappointment. Big disappointment. You got to hear what he has to say about Evan Mobley. Massive. I don't think there's any chance he signs an extension there ever. And if it was up to me, I would trade Donovan Mitchell today because I don't think the Cavs are getting as far as they hope to next year. And I don't think he's going to extend. And I think they'll get a lot more for him with two summers left than they will with one summer left. Now, I also am fully aware that's not what they're going to do. And I understand why they're not going to do it because you perfectly laid out, I think, McMahon, what their thought process was making the deal and where they sit. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do. But me personally, looking at it, I think it's more likely they lose in the first round than they win two rounds. And in that scenario, I don't really see any world where Donovan Mitchell wants to stay there after next season. And to me, I'd be looking at it now and saying, all right, well, if we flip him for a bunch of stuff now, we can start to figure out exactly the kind of team we want to have around these three guys and put ourselves in as good a position as possible three or four years and out of content. Tim Bontemps, ESPN on the Low Post podcast. Was that a misfire, Kayla? Yeah, that all was right. all Donovan Mitchell. But so, it's still not nice. I, I still didn't like what nice I heard. at all. No, I didn't like that. Uh, uh, oh, one, two, three, two, four, Bontemps, oh, one. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second. Well, now I got to just say why I didn't want to flip the switch, and now that put everybody in a sour mood. Tone, can you do yeah. anything about this well, for me? Well, the, the Donovan Mitchell thing, I got to tell you, I think he was in big time, regardless of what the Cavs were saying. I think when those injuries went down, 
I think he was in big time trouble, or the Cavs were in big time trouble mm-hmm. of needing to trade him and him speaking up. But it didn't happen. They actually went on a run. They went on a great run, and now you're getting Darius Garland and Evan Mobley back. And I think there's going to be excitement there because now, in the back of his mind, he's thinking, well, we have a new identity. We're learning to play a new way, and it can take some of the pressure off of me with some of this shooting. That can make life easier in a series against, yeah. say, the New York Knicks. Here's more nasty bond temps. This one is the clip on Evan Mobley. I think you have to have real questions about the viability of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen as a pairing going forward. And frankly, the Cavs have been better this year when only Jared Allen has played compared to when only Evan Mobley has played. I mean, to me, Evan Mobley has been one of the more disappointing players in the league this year before he got hurt. He has not improved on offense at all. I disagree with the masses on how good he is as a defensive player. Like I thought that Jared Allen was just better than him last year. I think he's a good, very good defensive player, but not one of the three or four best in the league. I think when you look at Cleveland and the viability of them going forward, I mean, obviously the Donovan Mitchell situation is a whole other part of it. If you're a non-shooting four, which is what Evan Mobley is, that's probably the least valuable player in the league in terms of positional archetype. Evan Mobley struggled at center this year before Jared Allen came back when he was hurt at the beginning of the year. The Cavs struggled and he's shown no growth as a shooter. From the perimeter he is a very good player but like you said they have been playing a certain style that's going to go in the other way and i think you got to look at that pairing long term and can it work uh it's just uh they're about tw- yeah there were about 20 insane things i heard during that stretch <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead please uh, from, I, from I thought Tim i was gonna rip him but the floor is yours well to to, to start out by saying uh the, the his archetypes one of the least valuable players in the world of sports don't stop at you know basketball just continue on bocce ball lacrosse uh, that evan mobley that guy who can guard every position and for the moment he came into the league was one of the best defensive players that's not a valuable position in today's nba or mm-hmm. in the playoffs like mm-hmm. that's insanity um, second of all, you know, this, he's not going to be paired with Jared Allen long-term. It's not going to be a 10 year thing. I mean, this, I, I think they can stagger the minutes too, when Evan Mobley gets back. And I think they can be complimentary towards each other over the next year, two years. The reason I highlight that audio is because if you want to hear insane negativity, that is insane negativity. Yes. You want, honestly, you want to hear somebody who ain't watching the games there's a guy who ain't watching the games. Now, I'm not saying Tim Bontemps isn't watching basketball. He ain't watching the Cavs. He sees Cavs Wizards. He sees the final score, and that basically tells him all he needs to know. Okay, well, he covers the entire NBA. Maybe I can just allow him to slide on that because I don't feel any bit any of that way for all the reasons Lima just laid out for everybody. But that's also part of the thing thinking that was why I didn't flip the switch the other day. It wasn't to be nasty. It wasn't to be, oh, I got to keep the Cavaliers down. A little bit, a little bit. No, I love the Cavs, you guys. I, I, underline it. I love the Cavs, but when I talk about flipping the switch, we kind of take it a bit seriously. And why? Even though this is an unserious show for most of the time. Because it was born during LeBron and Kyrie. Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, the first iteration. That's when it was born. Flipping the switch was born with legendary players. Are we ever going to have those types of legendary players again? Well, probably not during our lifetime. But if we want to talk about being a competitive team... Yeah, then flipping the switch comes with being a competitive team that plays at the highest level. And last night, it was not just based on losing. It's based on playing at a competitive rate against one of the best teams in all of the NBA with your players that you have. And if they would have played at a loss of two yesterday, maybe I would consider flipping the switch. Probably not because they got to play on Friday. 
but maybe I would do that. When they get Evan Mobley back, which what he just said was ridiculous, when they get Donovan, when they get Darius Garland back, which what anybody is saying about, well, they can't coexist with each other, I still don't believe it, and they beat these teams or play with these teams, then I may change what I'm saying, and then I may flip the switch. I would like that. I would like the switch flipping. Because even though the flipping of the switch is a lot of fun, it's also a serious thing. We got the champ Bill must stay today. How about uh, that? That was fun with Mary Kay. You have Pat McCabe's number. You going to call him? Let him know. I should. Yeah, you really should. Legendary Pat McCabe. Are we ready for the podcast coming up in 15 minutes? Yes. Is Belichick even going to get hired? Uh, well, we we should talk about that and whether or not he deserves to be hired. He does. But I have Miles Garrett yeah. thought. Okay. Can I explain why the salary cap really isn't real? Of course. Okay. We'll do That's that. your forte. <laughs> we don't even need GMs. We're back tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. Coming in hot tomorrow morning at 940. We'll see. You got to do it. If you're going to do it, you got to do it well. We're back tomorrow. For Kayla, for Big Country, for Jeff, for Mitch, for his father, down in Straws, Vegas. For the Tone Master General, the Slippery Wizard, I'm Ken Carmen. Have a wonderful day, my friends. And go Cavs. Hey. Sounds good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.